Welcome to Aligned the Podcast with Vanessa and myself, Japonica. Listen in to our soul conversations as we explore the depths of mindset, spirituality, well-being, and everything in between. Join us as we all navigate through life and the journey back home to our souls. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Align the Podcast. You're here with Vanessa and Japonica. Hey, um, so today we're going to be diving into expectations and how other people's expectations of us can basically influence, you know, our choices, our decisions, and ultimately like the path we take in life and, yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah. how to like break through that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really relate to this because I have a story from, I guess, when I was younger. Um, when I was at school, I wanted to leave school and do civil engineering once I finished year 12. And that was really like a pathway that was it paved, was, it was for, paved for me. Yeah. Like I did want to do it. And I think I grew up in this environment where my mom was a civil engineer and, you know, she had this amazing job and I really looked up to her and I guess... It was what I wanted to do at the time. So it um, actually was what you wanted yeah, to do? It was yeah, what, it was what I wanted to do for so long. And then I left school and I started studying. Um, and I really enjoyed the job. But then I guess I kind of just figured out a couple years in that it just wasn't really for me anymore. I think I'm just more into the girly things and sitting in, t- in an office nine to five. Just it was definitely not for me. Um So then I started doing some beauty courses and at the time, everyone around me was very much like, you know, what about when it fails or it doesn't work? And it was just such a negative outlook. And I almost felt myself, I'd stop myself from talking about it sometimes because I didn't want to tell people Yeah. because I was just expecting a negative comment or someone trying to tell me that I shouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, And then I guess that brings me up to today where I started doing some beauty courses and I realized it was the path that I wanted to take. And then I found a job in it. Were your Um, parents supportive of you doing the beauty course um, or like what were their expectations of you? Like they do they expect you to be like follow your mum's sort of path? I think it's I don't think it's necessarily that. I think it's more just how it looks to everyone else. Okay, yeah. So that I think it was more a lot more to do with like kind of embarrassing. And I think years ago working in beauty or being a hairdresser, it could it was seen as sort of like a dead end job and you're a bit of a shit kicker and it's it's, it's really, so true because yeah. I was a hairdresser. Yeah. Um, yeah. I left school at 16 to work full time yeah. to become a hairdresser. And I didn't want people. I was so conscious of that. Yeah. Exactly what you said. People kind of just were like, oh, everyone just leaves school to become like a fucking hairdresser yeah. or, you know, yeah. like or do beauty. And mm-hmm. I really wanted to break that like mm-hmm. stigma. Yeah. So I left school at 16 and I worked full time in a salon in Newtown. And I'm still with them today, like not doing hair, but it's just, I didn't want to be that like typical hairdresser. Like you're exactly right when you say people's expectations of of you. Like I didn't want to be what they expected. I didn't want to be a a hairdresser in Campbelltown. Like, I'm I'm sorry if that offends anyone, but do you know what I mean? Like I didn't want to be your average. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, I definitely, definitely relate to that. So then I guess, um, 
like I guess there were so many different things I wanted to do at one point I wanted to be a PT as well so at school when I was in year 11 I did my certs for that and then I kind of yeah with that I realized that I didn't want my hobby and my job to be the same yeah but anyways a little bit off topic but yeah then moving forward after that I started doing all the courses and I found a job and then eventually I got sacked from that job so then at the time I guess there was such a big expectation on me to open my own um, salon and the pressure that comes around that like you really have to push through your mindset and tell yourself that you can do it because I think at the end of the day you telling yourself you can't is literally the thing that's going to stop you yeah that is like such a big factor that yeah. so many people just don't realize you really just need to tell yourself that you can do it yeah um and I guess even still now like there's a constant battle in yourself of making sure that the girls books are filled and that everyone's happy and you can't allow maybe one you know unhappy client out of a thousand is going to alter the whole business or the success of it you, you know you put in the work and it's not luck it's hard work you know I think people don't see the behind the scenes and yeah it's it's really just such yeah. a such a fucking journey to be honest mm. um you know, being a, a mother of two girls, I a big thing for me is removing my expectations of who they should be and who they should grow up to be and who they sh- what they should do. Like I let I let the girls, you know, make the smallest decisions from you know, what color undies you want to wear today or mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like I literally make them let them make all these decisions and I try not to I try not to pave the way for them because yeah. I ultimately I want them to grow and to flourish into who they are here to be, not yeah. who I want them to be. You know, like if Saskia doesn't like Saskia's in gymnastics at the moment, if she tells me she doesn't want to do it, then that's cool. Like we'll go mm-hmm. try something else. Like I'm not going to force her to do anything. Yeah. And like same as Portia, like I really just want to sort of focus on like their strengths and what they enjoy whether I agree or not Mm -hmm. you know like sometimes and it's just the smallest things like sometimes I want to put Saskia's hair in like half up half down and she's like no mum I want piggy tails I'm like okay because like I don't know it's just you've got to let them sort of like uh, how do I explain it like you've got to let them express themselves the way Mm -hmm. they want to express themselves and you know those little decisions of you know making like those little decisions that they make for themselves, mm-hmm. they all add up to how they express themselves, who they are as a person, what decisions they're going to make in life. And I just feel like if you're a parent and you're constantly like micromanaging everything and micromanaging, you know, like what they wear and and just every how single they little act, what they want to do. Yeah, or, all the decisions like yeah. then I feel like it just creates like a it just takes from it's almost a barrier though yeah between just, in your relationship as well yeah, yeah and I think that they'll grow up to respect you a lot more and be so much more open and honest with you and yeah. what they want to do and who they want to be and yeah you allow them to be that person I yeah. think that's like I said before so much is based on how it looks to everyone else yeah and I'm really fucking over that to be honest yeah. like I think that that's something we really need to just let go of as a society push, yeah push through yeah like your but, happiness is number one yeah but like it's not it is hard and challenging like sometimes mm-hmm. i'm like no saskia like i want her to wear this yeah. and she'll be like she'll fight me to wear like i don't know a tutu or something and i'm like you know what i mean like it's yeah. frustrating but at the end of the day that's where i have to realize that 
I'm actually, I'm only upsetting myself by putting this expectation Mm -hmm. on what I want her to wear. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, it's not like she's not doing anything wrong. And it's like, I shouldn't be so like bothered about it yeah beating yourself up about it yeah like just let Mm -hmm. the kid wear what she wants to wear let her express herself however she wants to wear like and as she grows older she's going to understand more about style and what to wear out and what not to wear out she's only young now yeah but I just think yeah like ultimately I just really want them Mm. to grow up and be confident in their own decisions, be confident yeah. in who they are. And I feel like, you know, just by those little choices and decisions every day mm-hmm. that they make for themselves, I feel like it will really, I guess, help them find themselves, yeah. you know, like as, as they grow older and, and yeah. kind of define who they are. Yeah. But um, I feel like a massive one for me, actually, I just remembered was yeah. when Saskia cut her hair. <gasps> oh, I remember this. Oh, my gosh. So if you guys don't mm-hmm. know, basically my oldest daughter, she was, I think she was three. This happened oh. probably like a year and a year, year and a half ago. Actually, well, no, it was last lockdown. So it was last year. A year and a half. Oh, it was yeah. only known. Just, oh, just, just over a year. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um. So it was like literally last year in May, my daughter had the most beautiful long brown hair. Like it was halfway down her back. I remember you telling me this whole story. Yeah. And so what happened was she was at her nan's house and she found the scissors in her nan's office. She went searching for them and she cut her hair like she chopped the front of it like off to her forehead basically centimeter long yeah it was like a centimeter at the front here she chopped all the back it was like some like shaggy mullet it was oh my gosh i like my mum called me in tears Mm -hmm. and i was did you get upset over it in that moment oh my god yeah so i i went and saw like i went and got sass yeah and she just walked out and i just literally cried like Mm -hmm. i was so shocked Mm -hmm. and i was so upset and Sasha's response, um, I think that surprised me actually. Yeah. Because she wasn't upset at all, was and, she? Yeah, and this is like the best thing. And this mm-hmm. just like describes, you know, expectations to a T. I was like so upset and it was more my ego okay. hurt because my daughter didn't have this beautiful long hair that she was so sort of known mm-hmm. for. And mm-hmm. she was just like, she's like, she's absolutely stunning and her long hair, I don't know, it was just... It was a part of her to me anyway. Anyway, so having that all chopped off was just a massive, like, it was just a massive, like, bruise to my ego, I'd say, because, again, it was expectation. It was, Mm -hmm. I, you know, as having, having a little daughter, like, I would also, like, and it's not like you consciously think, oh, I want my daughter to have long hair, but... You just think it's beautiful. Well, I do anyway. That's just how it is these days as well. Yeah, like I just think long hair is beautiful. And so when it was all gone, I was just like, I don't even know you. I'm like, who are you? Like, you know, my, like, not, you know, my daughter, but I'm just like, you're so different. Mm -hmm. And she just fucking owned it. Like, Sass loved it. She was like, Mommy, look, I look so good. Like, she's like, she looked in the mirror and I'm like, Do you like it? And she's like, I love it. Like, and I, and it just literally, 
it was a real fucking wake up call to myself. And you would have learned so much just off that one experience with her and her coming back to you and just being so, so happy about what she'd done. Yeah, she was so confident. It did not like burst her bubble at all. Like her name just suits her. Yeah, she was still the the same, you know, radiating sassy that she always is. So that was just such a massive wake up call for me Mm -hmm. to that it was just you know she didn't like it wasn't her that did anything it was just more so my expectation of her you know mm-hmm. to have this like beautiful log hair and whatever mm-hmm. obviously it was naughty that she touched the scissors that's a different story but yeah yeah um so yeah that was a massive um thing for yeah. me you would have learned so much off that yeah and i do i course ask my teacher child because she honestly tests you and she teaches you yeah she Mm. tests me and she teaches me like you wouldn't believe love that but yeah so i'll have to post a photo on the on our podcast of of the hair yeah so you guys can actually get a good the photo is so funny and now she's rocking like the curtain bangs yeah now she's got some cute curtain bangs her hair's sort of grown out now but oh it was just so funny like and like ness said the funniest thing was her reaction Mm. and how she was still the same confident person with or without hair you know Mm. like and it was just a massive thing and that really comes with the innocence of being so young too yeah yeah as you get older, like you said, it's just the ego and the expectation of how we should how we should do things. Yeah. And I had to like be so conscious not to project my thoughts yeah. and feelings on her. You don't want to upset her. Yeah, I could not I had to like be so conscious of that and not yeah. be like, Oh, you looked better with long hair or mm-hmm. anything like that. Like I just had to really build her like keep building her up, you know, yeah. like, and just tell her whether yeah. you've got long hair or short hair, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You're still the same mm-hmm. sassy, you yeah. know, you're still beautiful and it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't fucking change anything. Yeah. I feel like you're really good for that though. Yeah. Just the calming energy that you have yeah. and the environment you create. Yeah. It would have been really good for her. Yeah. But far out, I was honestly a mess. I'm not going to lie. It was literally was, the best story. Yeah. But that just goes to show, you know, like oh, we're normal people. Mm-hmm. We are mm-hmm. not, you know, ahead of anyone. We don't know. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like some people really kind of think like when when you're spiritual, you, you don't go through those things. You don't have those feelings. You don't yeah. have those thoughts. But yeah. it's not true. It's like you do, but you just you become conscious of them yeah. and you, you change them. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's the difference. Yeah. Rather than yeah. just letting those thoughts. I feel like sometimes people can think that you're maybe like too good for them. Mm. do you get that like but it's not I don't think it's too good for anyone I think it's just it's just such a carefree attitude that just those things don't matter yeah you know um back on topic what were we going oh yeah the other thing about Mm. like expectations I want to bring up is Mm. how our own expectations of how a situation Mm. should go or how people should act can actually just upset our, upset yeah. ourselves. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you want someone to, you know, and it comes a lot to, I think it's a little like tip, tip for tap type of stuff. You know, if I do something nice for you, then you should do something nice for me. Exactly. Or, you know, I've done so much for you. I think those sort of things can get thrown around so much. And I don't think you should do something with an expectation, especially when you do it for someone. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like yeah. you really need to go into things just wholeheartedly and then at least you know it's coming from your true genuine self and 
at the end of the day, if they don't do that nice thing back for you or they don't do all these things that you're expecting, well, you've created that for yourself and you're literally only upsetting yourself at the end of the day. Yeah. You don't have to create that. Yeah. A big um, sort of thing that I've pushed past and something that I've grown out of would be, say, for instance, if like Dan was to go out one night with the boys or something Mm. and I would... This is something that a lot of us can relate to. Yeah. So I would have this expectation of him to, you know, be home at like Mm 1am and like if he, if I like text him, like be home at one or whatever. And if he gets home at like two o'clock, I will be, I used to be like furious Mm -hmm. i would be so upset and so Mm -hmm. mad because he didn't meet my expectation of when he should be home and it took me so long to realize that what he did was not the issue like Mm -hmm. he didn't do anything wrong he got home when he got Mm -hmm. home you know what i mean the issue was my expectation of him and the the fact that i expected Mm -hmm. him to be home at a certain time and he Mm -hmm. didn't meet it so in turn, I was only upsetting myself, mm-hmm. you know, and not a lot of people want to take that responsibility and mm-hmm. say, my ex- my own expectations were causing me pain yeah. and hurt. Yeah. But if he had said that I'm going to be home at two or three, you've already built your expectation on the later time. Yeah. So now he's fulfilling that by coming home exactly. at that time. Yeah. So it's really about perspective and like, yeah things that's life things just change and exactly and it took me sometimes yeah and and the other Mm. thing was like you said before is because I felt like you know if he told me to be home at like one then I would I would be home at one because because but that's what you exactly and it's just expect of yourself that does not mean that you can expect that of someone else so if you want to live your life a certain way or believe something and they don't necessarily believe that that's fine yeah but everyone's different yeah but also too i think that comes back to choosing the right person for you yeah in a relationship you can't you know if you want to live a certain way and this other person isn't prepared to live like that or that's not their fault i think you've got to self-reflect and go no well maybe this is just not the right person for me yeah and at the same time on the other on the other hand of what you said you've got to really take responsibility when you're in a relationship and you know own up to own up to your own shit you know what I mean like I can honestly say that you know in those times that was me Mm -hmm. making a big deal out of nothing Mm -hmm. and I used to you know get so I was so bothered about it like yeah and oh I can't believe you didn't come home you know at blah 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 but I'm like and he would say to me babe like I was an hour, you know what I mean? Like, what can I do? You know, you look back now and you just think, let it the fuck go. Exactly. And I, and I was just like, so, like I said, so bothered about it. And he would be like, babe, it's not like I got, Mm -hmm. it's not like I got home at like Mm 6am. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I literally got home at two or Mm -hmm. instead of one or whatever it was like, do you know what I mean? And it's just like shit like that. And I'm just like, you know, at the time I was, I couldn't see past my own thoughts and feelings you're so but, consumed by it and that's where you go you know you've got to be consciously aware of it yeah. challenge it and then change your thoughts exactly and if you've watched our previous podcasts you'd sort of know we've we've dug into that a fair bit already yeah but yeah you really need to just argue with yourself to get through those moments yeah like you said a lot of self-reflection mm-hmm. like you really really have to mm-hmm. like yeah reflect on on your own actions and how you can improve you know it's not always about what they can they can improve for you or what they can do better it's about 
what you can how you can be better you know because I feel like it just goes hand in hand like Mm -hmm. when you're a better person within yourself I feel like you know naturally the people around you want to become better and relationships with them as well will be so much better yeah it comes back to as well like just you have to be good to be you know within you to be good for someone else exactly you know if you're sort of in this negative mindset or have all these expectations and you go into a relationship or you know relationship of any kind yeah like friendships yeah anything at all you're really setting yourself up for failure from the very beginning yeah yeah so i guess like i would say to you guys to challenge yourself on and reflect on what maybe expectations you have like at the moment on someone or a situation or Mm -hmm. um anything like and and see how you can remove those expectations or break through them Mm -hmm. um yeah even um sometimes writing a list of like pros and cons yeah of what you know you seem to think is quite important versus what's not or that sometimes has helped me in the past as well yeah a massive thing now if I feel like I have certain expectations for something and I feel like that situation or that person isn't going to meet them and I feel a bit uneasy inside I'll literally do like a surrender meditation mm-hmm. um and just and it just helps you to surrender to the situation or whatever yeah. it is and just release all expectations that's yeah. ultimately what surrendering is I remember I told you not long ago about how when I was like I was 40 weeks pregnant with Portia yeah. and I wasn't sure if Dan would was going to be at the birth or not mm-hmm. because he basically had a wedding um interstate and I was due around that time and I had to I was I had to just surrender to the fact that whatever will be will be mm-hmm. and not beat myself up about yeah you know the fact that he should be there and whatever you know just let the universe deal with it yeah so yeah well <laughs> hope you took something from that yeah we'll see you <laughs> we lost it okay. literally all right well thank you so much for listening again and we'll see you on the next episode bye guys bye